At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Ms. T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. We're back once again, about to begin the show designed with you in mind. This is Tanisha Baker, your host with the most of trending news, hot topics, interesting interviews, new music, and more. We slay what we say and our words aren't blurred because we keep it real and true while we do what we do. We are happy you've decided to tune in once again to Talking With T. It's September 7th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, late rapper Easy e soul singer Gloria Gaynor, and comedian Leslie Jones. September is recognized for several month-long observations. It's Baby Safety Month, the beginning of Hispanic Heritage Month, National Self-Improvement Month, National Suicide Prevention Month, National Classical Music Month, and a few more. The birthstone of this month is the Sapphire, and we celebrate the birthdays of Virgos and Libras. Today on the national calendar is celebrated as Labor Day. This holiday is always celebrated on the first Monday in September. Labor Day was created by the labor movement in honor of the social and economic achievements of American workers. It is a yearly national tribute to the contributions workers have made to the strength, prosperity, and well-being of our country. Many people are granted today off work, so if you are fortunate to have this day off, enjoy your break. It's a little ironic that we celebrate having jobs by taking off work, but hey, any day is a good day for a vacation. It was on this date in 1996 that Tupac Shakur was shot in Las Vegas. He later died from his injury and his murder is still unsolved. Also on this date in history, blacks in Atlanta, Georgia, voted in the Democratic mayoral primary for the first time in 1949. Massive desegregation began in the Washington, D.C. and Baltimore, Maryland public schools on this date in 1954. And Jocelyn Minnie Elder became the first black U.S. Surgeon General on this date in 1993. She was also the first woman to hold this position. The theme this month is finding your strength in September. You are encouraged to reach to whatever place within you holds your forces of fortitude, endurance, tenacity, and resilience. Find it and draw from it to move to the place you were designed to be. I want to share with you a story that was shared with me recently about the butterfly. Butterflies seem to be so delicate and fragile, but we often consider them as a symbol of strength. To even experience life, a butterfly has a very difficult battle to emerge from the cocoon that encapsulates it while it matures. The struggle is long and it seems quite agonizing. As humans, we want to intervene and cut the shell and ease their burden. But then we would intervene in necessary development. In fact, the butterfly's struggle to push its way through the tiny opening of the cocoon forces fluid out of its body and into its wings. Without the struggle, the butterfly would never fly. Struggles are sometimes necessary development for our strength. So today, I encourage you to find the value in your struggles and find your strength in September. 
business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs. Why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Make note, I'm always looking to share and highlight music from rising artists. I look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. Help me celebrate people making good choices, doing good work, and contributing to our community. Also, be sure to subscribe to Talking With T Daily, our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. Keep it where it's at after we hear this track is trending news and hot topics. Go back in time when you and I were uncomplicated. Let's go back in time before I felt what I felt when you did what you did that night. What's the on blast this will go real fast as we cover today's quick bits entertainment tonight reported that tyler perry is officially a billionaire he started from the bottom now he's here congrats to tyler perry on his phenomenal success we are still tackling COVID 19 and still battling on how the pandemic should be handled have we really defined the new normal as many people call it the knoxville organization community and teachers for safe schools announced a motorcade rally in September in support of moving Knox County schools online during the pandemic. The group called on Governor Bill Lee and the Knox County Board of Education to keep schools online until they are safe in the wake of COVID-19. The group pushed for schools to meet virtually until the following criteria are met. 
14-day average new case rate is less than 10 per 100,000. The 14-day average new case rate is declining. The positive test rate is less than 3%. Test results are available within 24 hours. The Motor March Car Rally will be held at the St. James Episcopal Church parking lot located at 1101 North Broadway in Knoxville at 4 p.m. on Wednesday, September 9th. Wildfires are still burning in much of California as record-breaking heat is making it more difficult to battle the flames. Evacuation orders are in place. A 61-year-old man is believed to have fatally shot his wife, his daughter, and his son before killing himself on Sunday morning in Bloomington, Indiana. This is such a sad case. People are struggling with so many issues. I'm not sure we have everything in place to help people cope. I'm cheering for Delta Airlines after it upgraded the seat of a black customer after she was reportedly harassed by a white woman during a flight last week. A California police officer was charged on Wednesday, September 2nd, with voluntary manslaughter after he fatally shot a black man who had a baseball bat inside a Walmart in this past April. According to Alameda County District Attorney Nancy E. O'Malley, San Leandro Officer Jason Fletcher shot and killed 33-year-old Stephen DeMarco Taylor on April 18th without attempting to de-escalate the situation. O'Malley says that Taylor did not pose an imminent threat or death or great bodily injury to Officer Fletcher or to anyone else in the store. Nobody is really above the law, and sometimes people discover that the hard way. Three-term La Follette Mayor Mike Stanfield, that's right here in Tennessee, was arrested Thursday by the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation. Stanfield was charged with seven counts of official misconduct, one count of retaliation for a report to Comptroller, and one count of misrepresenting information to state auditors. According to the TBI, Stanfield was using city employees and equipment to work on private property, including property he owned. The investigation also revealed that Stanfield directed a city employee to make false statements to state auditors. Now, you have to be careful when meeting up with strangers. There are deals posted on Facebook Marketplace, eBay, Craigslist, and more. A couple, parents of five, were murdered after responding to an ad on Craigslist to purchase a car. After the couple was robbed and killed, the suspect had the unmitigated gall to relist the car. Now, you can read more about this story and others we share on Talking With T by visiting TalkingWithT.com. Everybody's Talking With T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM, just the best every day. All right, my friends, it's that time in the show where we review trending news, and today we have none other than the know-it-all Professor Jay and our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam, who recently celebrated a birthday. So we want to take a moment to say happy birthday. Welcome to the 50s Club. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. 50 and fabulous and feeling it. (laughs) 50 fabulous and feeling it. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, let's jump right into the news. I know that, uh, Jay is a little tired from his virtual teaching and such, and so we don't want to tarry too long. 
and the latest incident to spark protests, which are actually overlapping protests surrounding such a surge in police brutality against black men. Our latest is Daniel Prude. So evidently, Mr. Prude's brother called the police for assistance because his brother was having this mental episode. And through the course of events, they put a spit sock over his head, which I understand is normal during the pandemic. But they held him to the ground, kept the spit sock over his head, even after he couldn't breathe and ultimately caused his death because he was actually brain dead on the scene. Seven police officers in Rochester, New York, um, that were involved have been suspended. And so I'm still here, George Floyd, calling for his mother. I hear the pain in the voices of the families of Jacob Blake and Breonna Taylor and others. It's like it's one big, long episode or protest, and things continue to happen back to back, week to week. And quite frankly, I'm I'm getting tired of it, and it's almost as if we could take the words of George Floyd, I can't breathe, because we don't really have time to breathe, because just as, as it seems as if, you know, we think that we can breathe a sigh of relief because we've gone through a week without an incident before we could, you know, wipe our brow and, you know, kind of take a seat and regroup ourselves, here we are with another incident of police police brutality and another life lost. Right. It makes you almost fearful to call the police if you need help. Indeed. You know, mm. and you can't really fend for yourself in a lot of cases, but what do you do? It's almost a catch-22, if you will. Right. Yeah, we say, like you said, we say week after week, we hope we don't have another story, and we do. And it's been 177 days that Breonna Taylor was killed, and we're we're still waiting to get some justice for her. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, I don't know if you saw the story where two men were returning a U-Haul truck to a Florida strip mall when the two elderly white people who owned the strip mall started shooting at them. And one of the man's 10-year-old son was in the, in the car. A police officer who witnessed this shooting, it was in Tallahassee last Thursday, arrested Wallace and Beverly Fountain, a couple in their 70s who owned the strip mall, as I said, where they were returning the U-Haul van when shots just started firing. And so the Fountains appeared in court this past Friday on three counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill. I'm going to pause right there because if you're shooting at somebody, what's your intent? We know the likelihood of shooting somebody resulting in death. But anyway, uh, now we have to be afraid of the real police, not all, but you don't know until you have an encounter if you come across a good or bad cop. And now we have to watch out for the wannabe law enforcement folks out here doing the most. That's the long side of the week. All right. What more can we say? We tired. Like you said, that's what we can say. We tired. Exactly. Yeah. Sick and tired and tired of being sick about them. Yeah. Sick and tired of being sick and tired. Exhausted. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, changing direction a little bit, I'm going to call this the big wow for today's show. Trump 
is now prohibiting federal agencies from conducting cultural sensitivity trainings because, according to the report I read, he said they were divisive and anti-American propaganda. Diversity trainings that focus on educating participants about white privilege, critical race theory, and the racist origins of the United States, apparently, according to him, create division and resentment amongst federal employees. So there's a lot to this, a lot of implications from this. The president, in my opinion, is positioning agencies to set a tone for ignoring discrimination and disparities that may set us even further back. So I'm interested in your thoughts as well as those of our listeners. Uh, what's going to happen? You know, we can't educate each other anymore about diversity and white privilege and discrimination. Well, we have to understand that the current occupant of the White House, the current occupant of the Oval Office is operating from a place of limited understanding already. So, Are you trying to say he's slow? <laughs> I said what I said. Okay. Operating from a place of limited understanding, and you and the rest of our listeners can make whatever inference you want to make at that. Uh, but okay. he's operating from a place of limited understanding. So anything that challenges him to think further than where he currently is or causes anybody to possibly think further than where he or she currently are, uh, might be would pose a threat to him and, you know, yeah, and possibly, you know, get him kicked out and booted out of the White House, which I would venture to say might not necessarily be a bad idea. Just throwing that right. out there. Yeah, well, we don't have to dance around that. You know, we – no. We do understand for many of us that is not <laughs> a good idea to let him continue this reign of insanity that we've had to deal with uh, as of late. Yeah, he's another one where we don't want to hear something he's done week after week uh, from him saying we don't need any diversity, no one to speak on diversity, to him saying that his wife was set up when she did Michelle Obama's whole speech. To, oh, it could go on and on. His Twitter is just is just hilarious. If anybody's not on there, I know you don't want to follow him, but please do because it's like a comedy show. <laughs> As we would call it, it's straight from the big top because yes. he is straight clowning. All three rings because it ain't ah. no circus. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need the animals. Hey, Jay, I uh, saw this story about this guy from your neck of the woods. And I really can't pronounce his name, so listeners, you'll just have to go read the link on TalkingWithT.com. But Memphis police arrested a man accused of calling 911 dozens of times this past Wednesday. On one occasion, he offered appetizers to the police. I think he asked them if they wanted some egg rolls or something. Now, he has called 911 approximately 1,171 times since July 15th without having an emergency. And then he called the department's emergency line 241 times on September 1st alone and 32 times on September 2nd. So they finally arrested him. But I wonder 
what his motive was, what he wanted. Was he lonely? That's what it sounds like to me. If he's offering the uh, emergency dispatches egg rolls and hot wings and tamales and God knows what else, you know, clearly he he need, he needs somebody to talk to. So I mean, I just wanted. Not that I'm going to go pay him a, a visit, but you know, surely he has neighbors, friends, somewhere, somebody. I mean. And if anybody knows where he is, you're more than welcome to go and pay a, pay him a charitable visit because I'm sure, you know, the Shelby County Emergency uh, Services Department is tired of him calling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're tired. <laughs> that seems to be the prevailing theme for the week, just tired. Oh. <laughs> Do they block numbers at 911? I wonder if you can. It doesn't seem like you'd be able to do that, but if you can, I'm sure he would be top of the list. Because when people call into call centers, you know, you'll get an alert and say this is the same person calling. You know, people call the call centers for God knows what reason to want to go off and two. Sometimes they call just to be talking and don't want nothing or harassing people or say vulgar things. So you'll get an alert and say, yeah, John Smith yeah. is off the phone, and they'll alert you that he's a nuisance. And so you know not to interact with him. So that's what they need to do. Just don't talk to him. How can you call that many times? 1,171 times since July 15, 241 times on September 1st. I don't know. Well, I'm glad we have unlimited calling now because I remember back in the day you couldn't call nobody really until after 9 o'clock. Y'all remember that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right, when your minutes were free. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So uh, Karen has struck again. A black Ohio man is seeking to file charges against this unidentified woman who falsely accused him of having a gun in a parking lot in Ohio, and actually, he was there waiting on a job training meeting to begin. So the incident occurred Thursday, August 13th, when Darren Cooper, a Hudson resident who's an employee of Summit County, arrived at the Portage County Job and Family Services Building parking lot to attend this training session. And I read this in USA Today. He arrived early, signed in, went to sit in his car at about 8.47 to drink his tea, talk on his cell phone, whatever. And I do that. You know how we get to work early so we can just have a little moment to sit, maybe finish your breakfast or your coffee or whatever. And so he was minding his own business when this woman calls the police. And, of course, they have to enhance the story. So she says he has a gun, which he did not. So he's looking to file charges, and I think that for her and all the rest of the Karens out here, that they should file charges when they make these false reports. Right, because, I mean, she just assumed that he had a gun, didn't even bother to go over to the man's car, presumably, you know. Okay. I wish a Karen would. (laughs) I had a feeling that was coming. (laughs) Yeah, they most definitely should press charges on them. I had a friend the other day that went to the doctor's office, and she pulled in the handicap spot, and she distinctly had the handicap sign hanging. And mm-hmm. the one 
that was in the office building next to her doctor's office came out and told her that she couldn't park there. She was so furious, and she said, I have a handicap. So, well, you don't look handicapped. What? That doesn't matter. And her doctor said that they've been getting complaints about this woman. She works in the building next door. So why are you hey, – what is your job description? I know it is not monitoring the parking lot. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she seems to only be targeting the African Americans when they pull up. Yeah, we know how that is. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I never get a kern. You don't ever get a kern. Jay, do you ever get a kern? You know, I haven't had one in a while. It's it's probably been a little minute for me. But I, I guess because maybe I have that angry black man look on my face. So, I mean, that, that might be re- a, a repellent for Karens. But then, you know, <laughs> we got a kern repellent. <laughs> Right, his face says, "I wish a can would," <laughs> and does. <laughs> All right, my friends. Well, that's it for this bit. And as always, I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week. And I can't wait to say it. No, that's what. That is not your line. What <laughs> <laughs> is? I think my memory going at fifty. <laughs> Let me go back. Okay. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. All right. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but be reminded you can call in with your thoughts or opinions to our talk line. That's 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithT.com. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and join our Facebook group, The Tea Room. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. You never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. Remember where you heard the word. Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.